Welcome to another episode of Mama Earth Talk. I'm your host, Maris Canal. Realizing just how much waste we generate on a daily basis, I've set a personal goal not only to reduce, reuse, and recycle, but to also educate the world about sustainability and how each of us can help preserve our beautiful planet. Thanks for listening. Let's dig in. Did you know that we cut down 15 billion trees each year and the global tree count has fallen by 46% since the beginning of human civilization? Our guest today is an entrepreneur and the creator of Wild Body Active and Wild Wood. Crazy birds, without any further ado, I would like to welcome Luke Morris. Welcome. Thank you very much for having me on. Great to be here. You are most welcome. Um, Luke, would you mind telling us a little bit how your journey in sustainability started? Um, My journey in sustainability, uh, honestly, I think it's still starting. You know, I wouldn't be audacious to say I'm at quite your level in any way, shape or form. So for me, it's still an ongoing journey. I think primarily I've been very fortunate to travel a lot throughout my life Um, and so obviously coming from kind of a western background where the streets are generally clean and people that recycling has always been a thing and the environment has generally been considered to some extent traveling around parts of the world Africa and Asia mainly where it's just not you know there's no waste management programs recycling isn't a thing uh, use of plastic or just general uh, pollution isn't considered to be any kind of issue that's obviously very visible when you're traveling around the world and you come from a certain place where it is more considered so i think from an early age it's always been quite visible to me from through travel and then obviously from that when you travel around asia and there's there's kids kicking water bottles plastic bottles on the beach as opposed to footballs then it it kind of it stays in your mind and it starts to kind of ingrain into you that you know action needs to be taken in some shape or form whether it be okay just me as a person or through my brand or whatever steps can be taken so yeah so so it's just been little steps since then so cutting down on plastic trying to cut down on beef consumption all those all those kind of little things those little steps to take I think are productive in creating like a a better environment for us all and trying to uh, document that is what I do to try and obviously see if other people are interested and intrigued and yeah to try and convey that message so to speak so yeah yeah because I think especially when you do travel to some of those um, countries and you just see how much waste there is and also one of the things which I've realized is you know like those small individual packages you know like mm. the mini shampoos and things yeah for me I was like why don't the people just like buy a bottle like why yeah. do you have to buy these individuals yeah and then when you look at some of the um, circumstances they cannot afford that big bottle of shampoo so mm. you know they typically go for these smaller ones because that's most probably what they can afford for like that week exactly. so yeah so it's very interesting when you do travel to all of these different countries and you see how everything is different very inspiring actually to see that you know we are where we are currently we are very Mm. fortunate that you know we we do have some some stuff in in process and we can always improve yeah so what inspired you then to start wildwood it was kind of a pivot business i would call it because when i moved to dubai i was going out a lot 
So I was going to brunch. I had to meet people, right? So I was going out and doing stuff. And it took me a while to find my people that would then, we'd go on camping trips to Oman and we'd do trips away, more like adventures, more trying to look for nature and kind of escapes from city life, so to speak. And from that, we started camping a lot in the Musandam in Oman. And I started posting uh, a lot of pictures and videos through Facebook and social media and people were like, wow, where is this? How can I, how can I get there? I didn't know that this place even existed outside of Dubai. You know, it's a few hours away through the border. So I started to get a lot of questions regarding that. So I created an online community called Wild Arabia and Wild Arabia was essentially just a website, an online platform, which kind of inspired people to get out of Dubai or the city life and not do so many brunches every weekend and just to kind of travel and experience what this region has got to offer in terms of nature and the outdoors and everything. And it got a lot of traction because people were like, you know, to a certain extent inspired and be like, yes, I'd love to go on a trip and do that. And we can go snorkeling and wakeboarding and trekking and all that kind of stuff. And it got to the point where I was doing pretty well in terms of audience and traction and engagement. And so I started thinking about ways to monetize it. And I wanted it to be in line with the kind of Wild Arabia values, which was kind of adventurous trips, but with a sustainability kind of no human footprint kind of in mind, like so that you're, you're doing things with a sustainable approach. And so I actually started doing trips through Wild Arabia, I started hosting trips um, into the Musandam and it worked pretty well, but I, I was kind of losing my passion for it just because it was such a logistical nightmare of a business of getting people through borders and it was mm. very kind of admin heavy and it wasn't really so much about the adventure and stuff that I like to do um, so I thought about a product line and I'd seen wooden sunglasses brands in Europe and the States it's not a completely new concept and so I wanted to introduce that to this region I did a bit of initial research there was one brand in Bahrain but nothing uh, so to speak in this region and I wanted it to be all eco-friendly and sustainable made from reclaimed wood the, Those type of brands don't exist exist so much in the UAE and across the region either So yeah, I just started looking into it did the research looked into how we could get the reclaimed wood How we could get them produced how we could get the lenses and one thing led to another and, and wildwood was born so to speak and uh yeah, here we are like four years later. <laughs> wow, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's cool. And um, so your products are also named after some endangered species. What was the reason behind that? The reason behind that was simply to kind of just provide some awareness around endangered species and the environment. So if we're making a product that uses reclaimed wood and we're trying to provide kind of an eco-friendly kind of brand or state of mind perspective on everything, I also wanted to bring um, endangered species into play and give the sunglasses a bit of character as well. So if you, if you know that this uh, pair of sunnies, which has an orange lens, is called the Sumatran orangutan, like, well, why is it called a Sumatran orangutan? It's because Sumatran orangutan is endangered and it's, you know, we can do this, this and this. Uh, and why is this? And then so obviously Sumatran orangutan is quite a well-known endangered species. But then there are a lot of other styles which are named after species which people don't know about. For instance, the vaquita, which is like a, a porpoise. It's like it's a, similar to a dolphin, a very small dolphin. 
there are, you know, there are very few left in the world and people are, oh, don't, didn't know what a vaquita was. So mm. it's just really providing awareness around endangered species and trying to give it a bit of character, trying to give the brand a bit of character and a bit of life as well for people to kind of consider what, you know, is going on in the world, not from a sustainable point of view, but also from a species and what we're doing yeah. kind of in the world point of view as well. Oh, yeah. cool. So you guys do, <clears throat> do a wide variety of different products. You've got the sunglasses, mm. you've got watches. Yeah. And you've also added some bamboo toothbrushes. That's right, um, yeah. Yeah, can you tell us a little bit more about the toothbrushes as well as the watches? Um, yeah, well, I wanted to bring some kind of lower value products into play so that people can make s smaller steps. Not everyone can afford the sunglasses mm -hmm. or the watches. So I think toothbrushes is an easy one. You can simply replace your plastic toothbrushes with more sustainable bamboo toothbrushes going forward. And it's obviously a, a lower cost to it. But yeah, they're made from recycled bamboo. The bristles are biodegradable polymer mixed with uh, charcoal. So it's like gives us that, that kind of natural kind of ingredient, but it also is, a, is really good for removing plaque and making your teeth whiter naturally. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's just a really good product that is obviously a lot more sustainable than plastic toothbrushes and it offers, offers people that kind of small step to making better choices in their life, I'd say. Yeah. Simply, simply that, yeah. Because I think especially with plastic toothbrushes, I don't think a lot of people know, but um, that most probably, or well, no, definitely, all of the toothbrushes that you've ever used in your life mm. is still somewhere on this planet. Yeah. So ever since you were a little baby up until now, yeah. you know, and that is why when you make a switch to something like a bamboo toothbrush, yeah. um, it does make a difference. Because mm. if you've been using bamboo toothbrushes for say, you know, five or six years, you know, you can, you can easily add up how many it is just for one person. And exactly. if we get more people switching, then, you know, it would really, really help. Yeah. And a it's just lot. a small thing, but it can make obviously a big impact across exactly. the world. So it's like, why, why wouldn't you, you know, but, um, but yeah, it's just, a, it's an added offering to help people on that step on that kind of journey to, mm -hmm. to try and yeah, make a little bit of difference. And what has been the feedback so far on Wildwood? So with all your products, so from the Sunnies to the watches mm. and now recent, more recently, the bamboo toothbrush. Um, yeah, it's generally been really good. I mean, people love the concept. Um, I think with it being born in Dubai is that at the time, four years ago, there was very little kind of brands or small startups products that were being kind of created with uh, an eco-friendly or sustainability point of view. So, you know, it's always been uh, more, you know, high-end fashion malls, all that kind of stuff, and less edgy kind of products which either serve a purpose or get you considering about the environment and sustainability. So, um, I think from a concept point of view, it's been really successful. People love the fact that they're named after endangered species. The watch is actually named after rainforests or jungles, so that adds a different dynamic. And then, yeah, obviously the the toothbrushes is something new. So, yeah, we've you know, people have said that they love them, but you know, obviously it's very, it's brand new, so we don't really know too much. But generally, yeah, feedback's been amazing for mm -hmm. for here in the region because it's it's hard in this region as well because there is obviously less awareness, less education, and so it, that's kind of part of the process as well is trying to deliver like little nuggets of information along with the brand and the message that you're trying to convey along the way so yeah, yeah it's all kind of part of and it. you guys also have kind of a social aspect as well so for mm. every um pair of sunglasses you yeah. purchase a piece 
gets like a portion gets donated like what what yeah. is that whole so yeah concept? so so for every um pair of sunnies or watch that is purchased we plant one tree through the nature conservancy and then the nature conservancy is simply a non-profit organization that has a number of different projects across the world different rainforests in asia the amazon all over and it depends on where it's needed at that time and simply um, the purchase is a donation that goes towards the nature conservancy the organization and it plants one tree for it. so we effectively donate enough money to plant one tree for every item that's sold so it's just mm. a, an element that uh, means that we're giving back to the environment in some way shape or form obviously we're using recycled wood but we also want to go a bit step further and try and improve the world so to speak yeah. and not just use recycled materials but also to try and give back and and plant more trees because obviously they're being decimated across various parts of the world so you know that's and the, the plant so um, the nature conservancy their project is called plant billion and so their initiative is plant billion it's to plant one billion trees by 2022 i think it is so it's wow. you know it's, it's a large number obviously that's just one organization there's loads of other organizations mm. doing similar things so when you combine it all together a lot of good stuff is happening and we just want to try and be a part of that basically exactly yeah because i think it's so important people you know might wonder especially if you stay in an environment like where we stay you know, we we see trees in Dubai and mm. you don't really see that it's an issue. Yeah. But if you think of what's happening like in Indonesia and mm. a lot of different parts of Asia yeah. where um, the palm oil industry has such a big impact yeah. on, you know, the forest where mm. the forest is just like being just decimated. Take, yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, there's so many orangutans that's being killed daily because they just like clear out and let's plant exactly. palm, um, palm oil, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. make it for the palm oil fields. Yeah, and um, so it's really great to see that initiatives like this is happening mm -hmm. and that people here in the UAE can support, you know, a local company mm. and know that that is going somewhere as well, helping to, to yeah. save our trees yeah i'd like to think so <laughs> try to do something at least yeah yeah and so where can our crazy birds actually purchase some of your products um so we have a number of retailers or distributors across dubai and abu dhabi so one of the easiest ones is probably the surf house next to the surf cafe yes yeah, so we have a full cabinet there our full collection is there um, but if you go to our website um, wildwoodme.com and at the bottom it says stockists if you click on that link then it opens up uh, a list of different locations so you can find the nearest uh, okay. retailer close to you yeah oh cool that sounds places. that sounds amazing yeah and what has been one of your most important decisions that you have made around mama earth well for me personally it's probably creating a brand that considers it at the forefront instead of you know, I think it's now a bit easier to use the right materials like recycled wood or recycled bamboo and different types of more sustainable materials for products, but to also be able to contribute in some way like we do with the, with the Nature Conservancy initiative, the Plants Billion uh, initiative to plant more trees. I think that's, you know, a big part of what I've tried to do and just try to have an impact in that. So I'd say, yeah, it's, it's through the business, through the brand and to try and create content that inspires people. It's only going to work if people care, if people care mm -hmm. about the rainforest, if people care about endangered species, if people care that they see the 
plastic is obliterating our oceans and killing all this marine life and, and that their children and their children's children aren't going to be there to experience it then we need to create content photography videos blogs podcasts whatever it is so that people actually understand what's happening and, and to exactly. make sure that they care so that for me is really important and the brand enables me to do that and to kind of portray that message so i think it's really it's a great platform for me and i i care about it so yeah that's probably the most important part or step that i've taken so it is just five questions that i ask every single guest the same okay. so uh you can just give like short answers short, for it brief so, answers okay cool so the first one is what is one social media account that you follow from a sustainability or from a most of the stuff that i follow is more wildlife conservation activists that, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff so like sea shepherd if we look at this region azrak like they do really cool stuff in terms of communicating what's going on in the region as well as globally um, from a sustainable point of view from an inspirational point of view there's quite a few people in this region that i follow that i find personally inspirational even just yesterday uh, a guy that i know marcus smith just completed 30 marathons in 30 days for me that's super inspirational that's you know i follow a lot of fitness people and for me what he's done in the last 30 days is is pretty epic it's an unbelievable achievement so for me, I follow a lot of kind of fitness as well as adventure wildlife kind of stuff. So, okay, yeah. cool. And but you actually did one of those marathons with him, right? I did, yeah. I don't know how he does 30. <laughs> like one every day it is insane. I just, I mean, obviously I didn't train too hard for it because I generally do like 10Ks max. Um, so I just kind of rocked up and thought oh, I might be able to get through it. I was aiming for 20, 25K and then at 28K, I was still just about going and the 30K, my legs went and I thought I would just, I'll just continue i'll finish i'll get it done but my legs for the last kind of four five six k they were destroyed i was basically hobbling through wow. like the, the rest of it like an old man but um i was glad i did it and it's uh it's great to see what he's achieved in terms of getting people into fitness if you see his journey from day one to day 30 and the amount of people that have then started to decide to run with him through through every day and from every morning following on and how many people he's gone into fitness yeah. um and just the general dubai fitness challenge initiative i think is amazing gets people outdoors gets people moving gets people healthy and that in its sense if we turn that around to the 180 it's gonna inspire people to obviously travel more and consider environment more if you're running around outside and you see exactly. things that aren't you know you see trash everywhere it's not as nice to see as if you're running through a beautiful park for instance so um it's all kind of part of the same thing for me so yeah lots of inspiration out there awesome yeah and what is your hope for mama earth going forward my hope for mama earth is just that like i kind of said before it's just that we get more people to care more about it and that means taking more action and it doesn't need to be a big step it can be a little step like we mentioned with the toothbrushes mm. that can make quite a big impact a lot of people are like well if i just use one bamboo toothbrush it's not going to make a difference it is going to make a difference is that kind of mentality like if you think you're only one person but then if everyone thought that then you know it could be seven people seven billion people sorry thinking that they can and then that's seven billion bamboo toothbrushes yeah. over a, a couple of months and then it carries on so it's a huge impact so it's really just to get people to care more and to make little steps not go into the whole you know you don't need to be like 
amazing, you know, <laughs> right from the start. Just take little actions and, yeah. then, and then progress from there, really. And what advice can you give our crazy birds this week to help out Mama Earth? To do little things. Like, I mean, for me, I think plastic use is probably one of the biggest um, kind of problems of modern day. So it's really to think about how you use your plastic, like just use refillable cup, reusable cups, sorry. Um, try to take bags that are reusable to the supermarket, just little things. Um, try not to use so much plastic. I mean, I'm guilty of it too. Every now and then I'll order food online and then the food gets there. I'm like, oh my, there's so much plastic in here. And mm. then you feel really guilty. And it's like, no one's perfect, but it's just try to make little steps and do little things that then gradually do a little bit more and that's it. What is one sustainability fact that you like to use in a room with people not yet on a sustainable journey? <clears throat> that's quite a tough one. I, I talk about my brand quite a lot, so it's more about endangered species. So for instance, going back to the vaquita, there's less than 40 vaquita wow. left in the world, right? So it's a crazy thing. I mean, most people don't know what a vaquita is, but yeah. to think that it could be, well, it probably will be ex extinct within one or two years. It's just really kind of sad and that people that don't really know about it. And I guess, you know, it won't really have an effect because they don't really know about it. But it's just those kind of things that I kind of talk about. But if we're talking about more of a generic piece of information, I'd say I think every minute one million bottles of plastic water is sold across the world right yeah so one, one one million bottles one million bottles plastic bottles yeah, yeah are awesome. sold every minute every minute like yeah. it's just insane one million every minute so what we've been doing this however long it's been 30 30 minutes so 30 million bottles have been sold whilst we've just been sitting here exactly. and less than half of that is recycled so whilst we've been sitting here less than 15 million bottles have been recycled so there's 15 million bottles out there either in the oceans or in landfills or whatever it yeah. is i just think yeah. that's like crazy facts like we just need to stop using so much plastic exactly and i think also with the plastic water bottles a lot of the times people kind of say yeah but i recycle it yeah. but you know you can't really recycle a plastic water bottle and make another plastic water mm. bottle from it yeah you know it can never be another plastic clear water it can't bottle just be replicated yeah use that one and then it's replicated exactly. into the same one which you then use yeah so it obviously gets degraded to a lower quality plastic mm. and i think once people start realizing that it hopefully encourage them to use less <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But exactly. we can only hope. Yeah. Um, so, Luke, where can people find you? At the beach. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, uh, you can find me on Instagram. My personal account is Island of Luke at Island of Luke or um, through Wildwood. The Instagram is at wildwoodme um, through wildwoodme.com. You can contact us through there um, or you can email me, luke at wildwoodme.com. So, yeah. Any of those cool. is, is good, yeah. Well, thank you so much for being thank on the you. podcast. Thanks for having me. You're most welcome. All right. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. You can find the show notes for this episode at mamaearthtalk.com. Follow at Design by Mariska on Instagram or email hello at mamaearthtalk.com. And let me know if there's a topic you'd like me to talk about. I love hearing from all you crazy birds. 
New episodes are uploaded every Monday with a bonus Top Tip Thursday every Thursday. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss anything. Mama Earth has a voice and it's us crazy birds.